What's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of Brotherly Love of Sports We want to thank you all for joining us yet again As always, I'm your host, Corey Lovin. I'm here with my co-host and my brother, Carl Lovett How you guys doing? Thanks for listening again Alright man, let's just dive right in So let's uh, start with, obviously, a controversial topic here The Cap Dallas Cowboys and the quote-unquote Another one Quote-unquote QB controversy so, obviously, Cooper, Cooper Rush led the Cowboys to victory yet again in a 25-10 to 10 win over the Commanders, making him 3-0 as a starter this season mm-hmm. and 4-0 overall dating back to last season. So, I guess my question here is, and I'll let you start here, is do you think the Cowboys should or will they go back to Dak when he's healthy? Or what's, what's your opinion on it? Well, Here's how I look at it. I think, do I believe that Cooper Rush is a better quarterback than Dak? No, I do not. Uh, do I think this team is playing well right now? Absolutely. Um, but it really doesn't, as we sit here discussing this, it really doesn't matter what I think. It really doesn't matter what you think. It only matters what one person thinks, and that's Jerry Jones. And he is going, he is doing whatever he can right now to make this a controversy. <laughs> I mean, because we're hearing different stories each and every day. He came out earlier today and said Dak can't grip a football. Correct. After saying, you know, after, initially after Dak got hurt, he came out and said that he could possibly play the next week against the uh, against the. Uh, I mean, in two weeks against the Giants. All right. And now we we now all we've heard now is that we don't have a timetable for Dak. We don't. Dak can't even grip a football. And these next two games are really what's gonna. We we just gotta yeah. let this play out. Yep. Because, you know. All due respect to Cooper Rush, you know he he he's played. He hasn't lost the Cowboy. He he hasn't lost them in these games. You know he's played a clean game of football. He's made. He hasn't put the ball in harm's way, and they have they have really did a good job of you know with the game plan to make sure he 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 has success. But you know this week up coming up against the Rams, who have their own issues in their own right, as we all seen <laughs> last night, um, and the Eagles the following week. Those I think after these next two games we'll have a clear uh, uh, we'll have a sort of a clear conscience of where this thing is headed. But right now I don't think you can go back to Dak now. If he if, oh, he, if, if he was ready to play, if, if Dak was healthy today and ready to play, there's no there's no denying that you wouldn't put Dak out there right now. Absolutely, but, but that's clearly not the case. Obviously, he's not healthy enough to play right now. So no, we don't have a controversy in my eyes because Dak can't play. Well, to to kind of circle back on what you said about about number one, it it doesn't. Doesn't matter what I think. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter what what you think. Absolutely not. It comes down to Jerry Jones, and that's absolutely mm-hmm. true. And you know, like I said, I, I'm a Cowboys fan. I've been a Cowboys fan for 12 years. Absolutely. And if I know, and if I know Jerry Jones, he is eating this up right now. Oh, he loves. He's Jerry Jones it. loves this because it, 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 it keeps the Cowboys in the media. Controversy in the Cowboys is what he. It, it's it, what he yeah. loves. Yeah, it's what he loves. And 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 to me, that's and I'm gonna get back. At, and I'm going to get back to the question here in a second. But to me, that's always been what Jerry Jones has been about. I can remember maybe, like, maybe, I believe it was 2014. Jerry Jones literally got up and said, we haven't won a Super Bowl in, over, it was over 20 years at that point. Mm-hmm. Now it's almost 30. We haven't won a Super Bowl in over 20 years. Yet we're the number one watch, uh, watch team in America. And he eats that up. He eats that up. So Jer- Jerry Jones, like you said, I totally agree with what you said. Jerry Jones is eating this alive, 
and he and it it's simply going to come down to him. But isn't to, that frustrating though that frustrating. that your owner would come out and say we haven't won a, a, a Super Bowl in twenty years, but there should be no uh, but after that. You're I mean, you're the Cowboys. You're the standard. Yeah, it's 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 very frustrating, and and, and it's it's just frustrating. That's all I'll <laughs> say about it. Because, like, and we alluded to it the first, the very first episode um, about um, what what owner do you know who does yeah, three, it, three talk just, shows throughout the week? Yeah, but it, that's another that's another conversation. But back to Cooper Rush. So just just to give you his numbers. He has thrown in these three starts. He's thrown for six hundred seventy seventy three passing yards, has a sixty one percent completion um, percentage, four touchdowns with no interceptions. But kind of like what you alluded to, not setting the world on fire. Yeah, not setting I the mean, world. He 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 he's not getting in the way. No, he's not getting in the way at all. But kind of what you alluded to these, and this is this is what I said too. These next two games will tell it all. Because, like you said, even if Dak was to play, was healthy, I would still start Cooper Rush right now because, obviously, and you alluded to the Rams are having their issues. But this Rams game is really going to tell me all I need, all I, all I need to know mm-hmm. about this quote-unquote quarterback controversy. Because if Cooper Rush can go into L.A., and beat the Rams and like and like and we know they're having their issues, but at the end of the day, they still are the defending defending world champions. So we have to respect them in that right. But if he can go into LA and beat the Rams, and then on top of that, even if he can can play well against the Eagles, and he and he doesn't show any sign of like him being reckless or anything like that. I I honestly don't know how you can go back to Dak in this situation because and then honestly I know I know it was against the Commanders and they they are not good by any means. Carson Wentz, ooh, ouch. He just, he makes me wince. <laughs> but <laughs> but I know it was against the Commanders. But in that game, the Cowboys did not run the football well. They didn't at all. And Cooper Rush, he he made some some. Ri- he made some really nice throws. He, man, he makes man look. He makes winning plays. And see, that's that's what I. When have we when have we ever been able to uh you know attach winning plays to a quarterback to a Cowboys quarterback in the past? Winning plays in the winning in the winning times to a quarterback to a Cowboys quarterback in the past fifteen to twenty years. That different one, Tony Romo, and Dak. You know, at times. When it's time for him to come up big, he comes up smaller than many. See, and that's what I—that's why I alluded to last week. Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, sorry, Cooper Rush only made those throws when they were necessary. If you give, if you like, I said last week, if you allow Dak to do the same thing that you're allowing Cooper Rush to do, only make only make throws when they're needed, a few throws here and there. I believe, I believe Dak can do that. Yeah, but I believe it, Dak can do that because, like I said last week, but more times than not, he hasn't done it. Okay, but the, this is the thing, I, and they're, I'm, they're I'm letting just, him throw it all over the yard. They're, just because Dak got paid, they think he has to throw it fifty. Yeah, times. but allowing you to throw it all over the yard the whole game doesn't have like doesn't have anything to do with when it's time to make the throw the right throw. At, at, at when it's time to make the throw, you do it. That has nothing to do with the game plan. I'm saying Cooper Rush is making big plays in big moments, and which is something that at, at times we haven't seen from Dak a lot. 
Nah, again, Cooper Rush, the numbers, they're, you know, they're okay. Like I said, not setting the world on fire. But there is no denying that he is making winning plays and this team around him is also making winning plays. There's something going on with Cooper Rush being at the helm right now that's rubbing off on this entire team. I, I, don't, I don't think we can find a way to deny that. I don't think that we can find a way to deny that. Now, again, I'll say it again. You just said it. These next two games is, is going to tell us a lot. It's going to tell us everything. It's going to tell me everything I need to know. Because the Rams are a much better team than than the Commanders and the Giants, than obviously. Any, 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 even that, with the issues yeah. that they're suffering through right now. And the, the following week, Philadelphia, who looks like the world beaters in the NFL right now. Listen, we're going to figure out everything that we need to know soon enough. But again, it ain't about what me, what I think. It ain't about what you think. It's about what Jerry Jones wants this situation to uh, involve itself into. And if he wants Cooper Rush to be out there, he's going to be out there. That's, that's as simple as that. Yeah, I just, I just, like you said, these next two games will tell Breaking me. news, by the way, Aaron Judge hits number 62. Congratulations. Passes Roger Maris. Congratulations. It's not, set, it's not 73, but congratulations. But <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, Cooper Rush, man, he, like you said, he hasn't, it doesn't, it doesn't wow you. Like, nobody, like, nobody's picking him for MVP, obviously. No, no, like, You know what I'm saying? So, he does, he does what he, what, what he, what he needs to do. And like you said, sometimes we see we 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 don't see that from Dak. I mean, we're seeing th- yeah. I mean, even though even though you just said the Cowboys they didn't run the ball well in the last game, but Zeke has looked much better than he has in the past. He has the rapport that uh, Cooper Rush seems to have with CD Lamb is way looks way better Man. than it did with Dak. Yeah. yeah so I mean, there, there are just things out there and that then, we can't ignore right now. And then I can't I I can't. I can't go without mentioning the defense. Oh man! Because this Dallas defense has looked the best I've seen in a, in a long time. In a, I, I think probably, maybe, probably maybe since Dooms, Doomsday, the Doomsday defense back in the nineties. Not comparing them to them, but still, it, it it I can't go without giving that credit. So and I and I have to be fair to Dak because during that during Dak. Dak's tenure, he's never had anything like this. Any, they may have any, not looked like this, but they've had but, respectable okay, defenses in but, the past. Under okay, Dak. but I have to get, I have, to, I have to give that credit though. I have to give that credit. So this defense is playing lights out, and and Cooper Rush is doing what what he needs to do. So, like you said, we'll see. Yeah, this, we, we these just next the, two games will tell me everything I need to know. It's so. TBD on this right now. Yeah. So we'll see if he can beat the Rams. If he can beat the Eagles. So let me ask you this: If he beats, if he beats the Rams, he beats the Eagles, and he plays well, do you think that they should go with Cooper Rush going forward? Absolutely. How could you not at that point? Because I, I think, I mean, all the boxes will have been checked off at that point. Can he? Can you play winning football in the Cooper Rush? Yes, but can you do it against you know much you know much fiercer uh, much fiercer competition? Yeah. He 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 would not. I mean, he he would be six and zero as a star at that point. It would be kind of hard to sit a yeah. guy that just won six straight stars on the bench at that point. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, and I and so I, and, you know, and like I said, I like Dak. I think he's a good guy, and but I think you got to ride. I, mean, with, I think and, you got to ride and, with the hot hand. And, at and here's point. the thing: I'll say this again. I, I've said this before. I think we pretty much know who Dak is at this point. This would be much like if this was. 
a, a Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes or oh, yeah, a, 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 a Lamar Jackson, Jackson or a, something like that, yeah. it, that type of talent, we would be like, okay, no, yeah, I understand you got a guy that's, that's playing well and your team's playing well, but no way you got to put that guy out there because he's he, – him himself, he can, he can you know, elevate you over great teams. Dak, middle of the pack Dak, we've said it. I mean, I, I just, you know, we just got to let things play out at this point. Yeah. But like I said, the so main we'll thing is if Jerry Jones wants Cooper Rush out there, he'll be out there. Yeah. I, that, that I do know. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see moving forward these next these next two games. All right. So let's let's switch to, to a more serious topic here. Yes. Um, a couple Sundays ago, Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa uh, hit his head while taking a hit and was seen stumbling back to the huddle against the Bills. He was cleared. To play against the Bengals that following Thursday, um, he was sacked. Back of his head hit the ground. His arms and fingers seized up. He was put on a stretcher, taken to a hospital, which he was released that same night. It's now being reported that the neurologist made several mistakes when evaluating Tua and sending him back in the game against the Bills. Mm -hmm. And he's lost his job as well, I believe. And and I just want to kind of take off on this here. Go ahead. Don't really have much, but I just got to say the the there needs to be a thorough investigation with the Miami Dolphins. There has to be. And not just for this, because dating back to the Brian Flores thing, mm-hmm. to the Tom Brady thing, the Sean Payton thing, and now this. There needs and, to be uh, a thorough also, investigation. Also, I mean, I, years ago... The entire, uh, I don't know if people remember, this was, you know, years ago, the entire thing with, you know, Richie Incognito and John mm-hmm. Martin, that whole time. Yeah. So this is, this, this is all, this is an organization that has a reputation of, of not, you know, doing things on the up and up, yeah. clearly. So, go Absolutely. Ahead. But there needs to be a thorough investigation with this because that is absolutely insane. And I know the guy lost his job, but th- there, that is absolutely insane to send Tua back out there. And, and and the NFL needs to do a better job of of putting things in place to protect player safety instead of of, of putting out fines for, for worrying about player socks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I understand that this is a physical game. You're going to get hit. But the player safety has to be first. And I love this game. I love the NFL, but player safety always has to come first. And not to to make light of the situation or like take take anything from Tua, but this this right here is exactly why Lamar Jackson wants guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Because these franchises, they don't all they care about. Some franchise franchises, I'll say. All they care about is your production on the field. Yep. And this, and I understand this is a physical game. Injuries happen. That's understood. But player safety has to come first. And, and just looking at the injury that Tua sustained against the Bengals that Thursday night, when I first seen it, it scared me because in all of my years of watching football, seeing as many hits as I've seen, I've never seen a player's fingers 
been like that and, no, it, and it wasn't ne- broken. Ne- ne- never never seen anything like that in my life. Never seen it. Yeah, it, it was. In my 25 years of living and watching football, never have I seen anything like that. So the NFL needs to do a better job of player safety. And you have to, you have to think about it like this. If that if this this player that I'm evaluating, if this was my son, would I send him back out on this field? And like I said, I understand the injuries happen. It's football. It's a contact sport. I get it. But again, I'll say player safety has to come first. They have to do better with evaluating concussions. It's serious. It's a serious thing. Concussion protocol has to be has to be 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 made better. I, I, don't, I just don't know where you go from here. Yeah, I just, you know, until something, you know, because obviously, you know, none of us believe that Tua should have played in that game that night, uh, the night that happened. I don't believe that he should have returned to the game in which he, uh, you know, the, uh, against the Buffalo Bills when he initially got concussed. And they were saying that it was his back. I mean, come on, man. Like, we we seen on. it. We come seen on, what man. happened. We seen what happened. We seen the guy get up. Run and then his legs turned into Linguini. We seen that on the field. Straight jello. And they want to feed us this bull saying, oh, yeah, uh, you know, t- we took him through the test and he could. That's, that, that, come on, that's crap. Like, and, and like you said, if, if, if that was. Ryan Clark told a story about, uh, and this is why Mike Tomlin is probably my favorite coach of all time, and why if I had to play uh, for any, if I was playing in the NFL, one coach I would like to play for is Mike Tomlin. We all know Ryan Clark. I don't know if people know. Years years ago, Ryan Clark had an incident uh, up in Denver, I believe, in which uh, you know um, he had some kind of condition that that you know that affects his breathing, and we all know with the high altitude in Denver, and uh, one year he went up there and tried to play. And he had an episode that possibly almost, almost got him yeah, out of almost here. cost him his life, and then um, which was very serious. And you know, I don't know if Mike Tomlin was the coach at that time, but um, years later, maybe the next year, or the year after that, they had a game in Denver, and uh, he came to Mike Tomlin and said, "Yeah, I, I want to kind of give it a go in this in, in in this game." And Mike Tomlin told him, "No way." And then. Uh, you know, Ryan Clark said after that, you know, they kind of, you know, had a back and forth conversation. And he was like, but I think I can go, coach. I think I can go. Uh, you should trust me enough to believe in my And he said that Mike Tomlin's response to him was at that moment, if you were my son, this wouldn't even be a conversation. Absolutely. So you have to think of it in that regard. Because we're talking about, we're talking about people's livelihoods. After We're talking about when... When all when, when all the lights are shut off and all the, the, the all the grass is cleared up and these people and these and these players have to go home to their wives, their kids, their families, that's what this is affecting. For sure. And you know, yeah, until something be, has to be put in place to you know, kind of police. And like you said, I don't think you can, can prevent things like this from happening, but it has to be policed better. It has to. It really does because, and then with that story that you were telling, you gotta, you gotta protect the players from themselves, from themselves. Yes. Because as a player, you want to play. You want, yeah. You want to be out there for your, your, your team. Your judgment is is somewhat clouded at that point in time because all you're thinking about is is you know 
from a competitive standpoint. Right. How would I be viewed upon it by my? How would I be? How will I be received by the fans, by my teammates, if I don't go out there and give it a go? If I think I can. Right. So your judgment is kind of clouded at that point in time. Yeah, and that's kind of the piggyback on the story that you told. You told. I don't know if anybody knows who. Um, he's a former player. He's on. He's a sports um, analyst now. Emmanuel Acho. He told a story about he he got a concussion. See that, and that's what I said. The concussion protocol has to be better because he he got a concussion and he he was able to pass the p- concussion protocol and all that. But after the game, he said he was driving home, could not remember which house was his. Yeah, couldn't remember which house was his. But he passed concussion protocol. See, yes. So it had there has to be something. There has to be something that takes effect that that we say. This, there has to be something that 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 makes this better. Yeah, because 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 here's the thing: you gotta think about this. There has to be an outside party because these people that they, these doctors and these specialists that are running these tests, they work for the organization. At the end of the day, so their job is to go out there and get you ready to go out there and compete. If you bring in a set, if you bring in somebody on the outside, if you go to just, I mean, your regular family doctor, they're gonna they're gonna tell you what the honest opinion is, and then they're not gonna, it isn't gonna matter to them whether you go out. To, um, I mean, their goal isn't to get you go out and get you ready for the game and then like that to play. So yeah, there has to be somebody on the outside to come in and and and, and kind of you know control this because like it's you said, getting out of hand, man. Yeah, it's just getting out of hand, and and. And right now, they they they've been saying like, you know, the brain is such. There's a lot that we don't know about the brain right now. There's so much that we don't know about the brain, how like how it works and when it gets hit or what. Yeah, it's, it's we too, just don't know. It's too vague right now. We don't know. So safety first. The the player safety has to be first, man. So I just thought we needed to to address that because I just thought that that was ridiculous by the Miami Dolphins for him to be cleared and we obviously seen that his legs he he was wobbly like that everything about that says concussion. Now, with that being said, and then on top of that, not to just send them back out there on, on Sunday, but a quick turnaround on that on, Thursday. On Thursday. Yes. No way. Absolutely not, man. And that's and that's what they want us to believe. Absolutely not. I mean, you can act, you you can explain those details to that story to somebody that they don't even know what football is, and, and and you can't and you can't get one plus one to equal two. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense, man. It's just a shame, and I hate to see it. But with with that being said, to kind of let's get kind of transition into some football talk. You know, I kind of told you, you know, that I thought at some point. Obviously, I didn't you you did. know, envision you did. this going on, right? But I told you at some point I thought that we would see Teddy Bridgewater take over at yeah. some point. Um, I just asked you, do you think now the leash on Teddy Bridgewater? Because obviously they're gonna—I I don't see—I I, don't—I I think two is gonna be out for. I think two is gonna miss some substantial amount of time because they're under too much heat right now. If I was him, I would contemplate retirement. To be honest with you, really? Yes, Carl. I've never seen nothing like that happen, bro. And, and you and you've said that and you've alluded to you've always thought too was, was small. You've always thought that he 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 was he he's dealt with multiple injuries in college. Yeah, and I now mean, he's dealt with multiple. Yeah, injuries. I kind of kind of see what you're saying there. I mean, so, but there there's there's no doubt that you know football you know hasn't been kind of to her. 
to listen, say the least. Listen, you can get ankle surgery. You can get that replaced. You can get knee surgery. You can get that kind of repair. You can get hip surgery. You can get wrist surgery. But the brain? Yeah. Your head? When that goes, mm-mm. If I was Tua, I, I would sit down. I would, I would. I think he's made a, a a good amount of money, and I hope he's invested it well. I'm I'm not sure of his of his personal life or anything like that, but I think he's made a good amount of money. Yeah, and I think that he he should sit down with his family and contemplate. Yeah, I'm not I, I'm not what saying that's do. what he should because you got to think about you got to yeah. think about you, you go home listen, at some point, man. Listen, I was scared looking at Tua. And I don't know. And I don't know too. He's not in my family. I can only imagine what his family was going yeah, through, absolutely. looking at that, seeing his fingers like that, and cross, and his body just locked up, his arms seized up. I can just imagine what they're going through. So if I was too, I would sit down with my family and I would I would contemplate on what to do next. Honestly. So if 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 that is the case, whether because either way, we both agree that he's going to miss a substantial amount of time now, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's to whether it's you know with this whole concussion, maybe maybe he just needs to take some time with it, you know, figure some things out like you just said. But the Dolphins are three and one. Do you think now that Teddy Bridgewater takes over? Do you think that that kind of you know sets them back? No, nope. or nope. I, I don't think, either. I think they still make the playoffs because I think Teddy Bridgewater is a serviceable quarterback. Yeah, because. There are certain there are certain situations, and Colin Cowherd was making a point on this earlier this week. There are certain situations when the backup quarterback steps in where you don't have to change anything. Exactly. Like you know, if Lamar Jackson goes down, Tyler Huntley is not going to come out there and and you know run the ball twelve fifteen times a game and make the spectacular plays that you know Lamar makes. If if Patrick Mahomes goes down, um, what's the, Chad Henney's not going to come out there and, you know, do behind do no-look passes or, or flip passes in the end zone. But, you know, there are certain quarterbacks that come in where not much yeah. has to change. Yeah, I think I think Teddy Bridgewater, I think I think they'll still make the playoffs. Um I because think, you got enough I, around whoever yeah, the quarterback he's got is around, out there. I mean, he's he's got a track yeah. he's got a track team. Mm-hmm. So, I think they'll be fine. So, yeah, just just wanted to address that, man, just on a serious matter. So, but moving on here to to a little NBA here. Mm-hmm. So, oh gosh, Lakers. Did, did you watch that last night? Uh, I, I, I watched a, I watched a little bit of it. It's, I watched. It's, it's on the West Coast, so man, those games come on really late, man. I try, I try to stay up for some of them, but but so guess how much I watched of it. I watched I watched about the first quarter. So I watched zero of it. I'm not right. gonna even lie, not gonna even lie. All right. Well, you didn't miss much. So so Lakers had their first <laughs> preseason game yesterday against the Kings, which resulted in a 105-75 loss. Obviously, I'm not taking away much from this game, but just to give you some numbers, LeBron was 0 for 7, scored 4 points in 16 minutes. Russ was 2 for 3 with 5 points in 15 minutes. AD was 4 for 9, 11 points, 11 rebounds, double-double in 16 minutes. So, and and prior to this game, there was a recent report that, 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 the, that a deal was close to be done, close to being done with the Pacers. Uh, for Buddy Hield and Miles Turner, that included those two um, unprotected picks for 2027 and tw- 2029. Um, but unfortunately, that that deal did not go through. So it seems that the Lakers are are going forward with the roster that they have. So, um, being that you are a huge LeBron fan, I'll ask you this: What are your expectations for this team, if any? Uh, subpar. You know, middle of the pack, lower tier in the Western Conference. That's about it. Listen, I think they'll be improved. Do they make the play-in? 
Yes, because they almost made the play in last year. And I think if, if you know, if LeBron and AD are somewhat healthy through the most through most of the season, I think that'll be that, that alone will improve them from last year. But no, I, I don't see this. Listen, I gotta and, say it kind of it kind of. I mean, I wouldn't say it excites me, but it it, did, it was interesting to see that AD did get a double double in six minutes. Listen, I'm not going to give any takes on that. But I mean, game. But, Look, th- th- I, but I'm just saying though, it it, it 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 it's something because we haven't seen AD do a lot since since the bubble championship. So it's it's something to me. It, it's sad that it that it's come to that, but it's something. It says for me. nothing for me because listen, we've seen Anthony Davis. Look great at times, but we've seen him at other times look bad, and he's too talented for that, man. I just, you know, I just wish that you could like. I I just sometimes wish you can like take what's inside some players and just like pour it into other players that don't have it. You don't think AD has the motor? No. You not not consistently, mm-hmm. no. You know, there, there's certain. If there, you gave AD Giannis's motor, oh man, oh he'd be word. the he'd be he'd be the new age Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> like, th- there's some players that you have to like, like you know how you like motivate a dog to do something. You want you give him a treat or something like that. You have to like motivate players to do things like certain different ways. Anthony Davis is one of those players where you have where you where you have to like he he, he doesn't harness self motivation, you know, and well, Dar is Darvin Ham the guy to bring that out of him? I don't know. You know, he's coming out saying like saying he's all been these really bullish on yeah, Russ he, he, lately. Yeah, so. like he's coming out here saying that Russ is ours. And, well, yeah, he yours because he ain't nobody else. It's nobody want him. So I mean, I yeah, I, I don't expect. I mean, I, at this point, man, I just hope LeBron put up a lot of points and pass Kareem so we can you know. Just celebrate something. Yeah, celebrate. Have something to celebrate. Cause, yeah. Nah, this this team ain't. No. Well, like 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 I just alluded to, Darvin Ham. I, I, I it's, it's yet to be seen, but I I think Darvin Ham will be a good coach. Cause I mean, it, like I said, it's yet to be seen. But yeah, he's he's been he's been real bullish on on Russ lately. But Darvin Ham strikes me as a guy that is not scared to bench Russ if he has to. Oh, I think he's been given the. I think he's been told that. I think Frank Vogel was a little. I don't. I don't know if he was a little scared, or I don't know if he. I don't know what was going on with that, but. But I think Darvin Ham. He strikes me as that. guy. I don't know uh, if I love all this stuff that's coming out about them coming out saying their new mantra is get it and go because I think that's the last thing that you need to tell Russ, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean that that's been his mantra his whole career. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. So I mean, but. If it has to come down to LeBron having the production that he had last year, then that, then that means things aren't going well with your team. Listen, AD has to say, it ha- come on, every night, 82 games. Well, he may not play 82 games. But every game he comes out, he has to it say, goes get on my back. Me. Get on my back, man. Let me carry us. It has to be that way. Has to. It all starts with Anthony Davis, man. If LeBron is leading your team in minutes, leading and scoring, then then – your season, your season is lost. You know what? You know what I think they're trying to do with Russ, though. I think they're trying to make Russ mad, and I don't think he'll. Because I think he's not accepting the bow, bro. No, no, not that. But because they 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 went out and got a lot of guards this offseason. season, they still have Kendrick Nunn, 
they had they brought in Lonnie Walker. They they brought in Dennis Dennis Schroeder. They brought in Patrick Beverly. They got Austin Reeves. So I believe some of those guys are 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 going to take Russ's minutes because I think it's gonna it's either it's gonna do one of two things. It's gonna get Russ benched or it's gonna light his fire. Because last year there were games I thought I thought Russ was was decent on defense. But there were games that he was just getting absolutely cooked on defense. And there were some games I seen he wasn't even trying to play defense. That's been a weird. So uh, again, I say this again. No, nobody. What happened last year was nothing out of the norm. If you followed Russ for an extended period of time throughout his career, like I have, and I'm sure you have as well, nothing last year should have surprised you. But I mean, there's been situations where guys ha- have been been the focal point, and then they came to a different situation and bought in. So. People were thinking that Russ would not Russ. Would, when would when Russ in. came into a different situation and bought in anything else besides what uh, besides what what, well, what his game really is. He's never been in, the, in a situation like this as far as joining a, a new team. I mean, he he deferred to. There's a reason for that. He deferred to Paul George. So I'll I'll, I'll give I'll give Russ a little credit on this. That mm-hmm. that that second year Paul George was in OKC. He had an MVP. He had an MVP year. So he did kind of defer to Paul George that year. Was it was so, it the game that he shot eleven for forty one and they uh, went down in five games against the Jets? Well, that, that that's was when the, he deferred. That oh, okay. was, no, that was the year before when Melo was there. The next year they did get sent home. By Damian Lillard, but still, Paul George did have an MVP season, so I will give that to Russ. He deferred somewhat, but like I said, I think, like I said, I think it's going to do one of two things: it's either going to light his fire, or it's going to get him sit down, sat down. It, I mean, because you got guys, you brought guys in who's going to play, who's going to play hard. Obviously, I know we're not big fans of Patrick Beverly, but he, he, he. He's a he I does mean, what he but, does. But here's the he's question. a leader in his role. He does what he does. Again, he's a menace. He's a pesk. That's what he does. Here's the question. He's gonna I, play hard every night. Here's the question I have: Light his fire to do what? 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 what play you, better. Buy in. Okay. I, Nobody likes him. What down. evidence do we have to think that he's capable of playing any way than what he's been playing? Well, you don't know that until he shows you. You gotta give him a chance. All right. But like I said, I think it's gonna do one of two things, man. Cause they they got like I said, they brought in a lot of guards this off season. So yeah, and there can only be five, and, and, five and, players and, on a court. And at also, one time. let me say this: enough of these bread, enough of these this stuff getting out. Talking some this trade almost happened, that trade almost happened. Enough of that. Enough. We don't need we don't need to hear nothing. Listen, you don't want Russ there. Everybody, everybody knows you don't want Russ there. And nobody and, and nobody and nobody is gonna trade for him, and everybody knows that. You putting all this stuff out there to kind of just pease Laker Nation and say that oh listen, we tried, nobody won't. No. You're stuck with them, try and make it work, and we all understand that. Okay. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say on that matter. I don't I don't I don't I don't take anything away from the preseason game that we seen last night. Like I said, I didn't even watch one second of it. But yeah, at the end of the day, we all know what we're coming out to do one more person in the next few days. Well, we'll just have to keep an eye on it, and so we'll just remains to be seen. But do I? I don't. My expectations. I I think they can make. Ah, uh, uh, I think they'll make the play in for sure. Currently constructed. Well, yeah, like I said, I it, think they'll make. They can make. They. I think they can be a six seed. 
if LeBron and if LeBron and AD remain you no know, healthy for the majority of the season, I think they'll they'll be an, that'll be an improvement on last year just in itself, just in itself. But I'm not sure when you look when you look at them going up, uh, you know, compared to the, the the teams in the West, you know, the Golden States, you know, I hate to say it, the Clippers, you know, the Suns, the Kawhi's Grizzlies, like back. that. Kawhi's back. Kawhi's yeah, Kawhi's back, baby. Yeah, but for how long? He'll be there, man. It's just just all done. But yeah, man. So, but and then, like I said, man. Like I said in the in, in I believe it was the first episode. They, they, Russ, AD, LeBron didn't, did not have a lot of time on the floor together. So we just got, we just got to just see how it plays out, man. So that's that, I, man. I, I just, I just don't believe that the, even, even, I this, know you don't, I know you don't believe, even that. this team at its best, I don't think, you know, it, it is a, is a, is a, is a third in the West. I mean, cause there are some, like, we already know who the top teams are, but there are like some sleep dark. Car- if, if New Orleans can get Zion, if they can get the best out of Zion this year, that's a team that you know I think could, you know be a, a sleeper to make a, a deep run in the playoffs because you know and, and there's a number of teams like that. Yeah, but with the, the Mavericks, you know, you still I mean the Nuggets are going to get you know Murray and then quarterback. I mean, I, I just even even if this team if everything goes right for the Lakers, I still don't see them. I still don't view them as a top threat in the West. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah. Quick to just a quick point to address your Pelicans pick. I don't know about the Pelicans because they got their three best players are ball dominant guys. Though the, all three of those well, players need the ball. Zion needs the ball. CJ needs the ball. Brandon Ingram. Well, needs you the would ball. Ha- so, you you would have to scheme obviously how to get those how, how to get guys in the right spot. And I, I and I, I, like, I wouldn't um, really characterize Zion as a ball dominant player. I like Willie Green too. I think he's a good coach. I think Zion's game. I think you can set up. I, I think you could you know. Somewhat scheming around to get Zion the ball with those three. Play- I think you can find a way to make it work. Mm, I don't know. I think he's a ball dominant guy, not a great shooter. So I just think he. I th- I think that all three of those guys need the ball. But, if you get him, but it remains to be. I seen, think if you so. get the ball to him in the right spots, I think that that's that's where that will come into play. At. Yeah, we'll see. There's some good teams in the West, man. But, really good. Yeah. Um. So one last thing here, man. One last segment. So we're gonna bring back. Um. A game that we played from episode one, Star Bench Cut, but football edition this time. Okay. So, I'll name three players, and you got to pick which players you're going to start, bench, or cut. So, running back edition here, and this is currently, right now, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley. Saquon has been good this year, man. Boy, that is a tough one there. Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Saquon. Yep, Star Bench Cut. You know what? It's tough. So are, we, are, are we? Right now, currently. Are we doing this operating on the assumption that Saquon is, is, is healthy and going to stay healthy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Obviously. I probably would have to start Saquon then. Okay. Just off his bird. Because, I mean. He's looked good this year. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and he's a rare talent. I mean, there's very few that, you know, with the breakaway speed, they can run with the power that he possesses. He's just a different breed, a different talent. So, and I probably am going to bench Derrick Henry and cut Nick Chubb. It's, it's definitely, and that's difficult to do because right. Nick Chubb is a great running he's back. He's great. He's good. I love Nick Chubb. Yeah. I'm just kind of going to gonna flip it around. I'm going to start Derrick Henry, bench Saquon, and. Cut Nick Chubb. Okay. So, 
All right, so wide receiver edition. Star bench cut, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams. <laughs> Some tough ones here. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm gonna. Why don't you start this one? Off? Yeah, sure. I'm, for me, I'm going to start Devontae Adams. I think I know he's getting off to a slow start, but I still think he's the best receiver in the league. Okay. So I'm gonna start Devontae Adams. I'm benching Justin Jefferson and I'm cutting Cooper Cup. You know what? A lot of people think that's crazy. But I got that same exact three. Yeah. I mean, Cooper Cup, but, I can't deny his pro- listen, productivity. Listen, Cooper Cup, listen, can't you, can't, you can't deny the productivity. But when Matt Stafford is looking for him every time. Yes, but what you also can't deny is, is Sean McVay does a, a tremendous job of scheming ways to get him the football in ways that, you know, not every other coach is capable of doing. I mean, how many times do we see players be misused in systems? You know, not to say that Cooper Cup isn't a great receiver, but I mean, Devon, yeah, Devonte is just Devonte is one of the best route runners I've ever seen. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, Jay Jettas is so special too. Man, he's special. Even though he, I mean, he, he was special last, even though he wasn't the prior last two games before that. But yeah, we all know the talent that he possesses. So yeah, I'm uh, starting Devonte, cutting Jay Jettas, and I'm no benching. I'm benching Jay Jettas and cutting Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't deny Cooper Cup's pro- productivity, but yeah, I just think those two are 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 better than him currently. All right, last one here, another wide receiver edition, all in their prime. So this is all in their prime. Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr., Julio Jones, and Antonio Brown. This is a tough one, man, because bro, they had some great prime years. And, and Antonio Brown, I think I think he's a nut. Yeah, and we we, we want to address. I, I, I was just gonna say we want to address what I was. I was just gonna that. say Antonio but, Brown is probably the biggest clown I've ever yeah, I've ever we, seen. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not. But getting I, I'm play. gonna I'm gonna start but, him. I'm gonna but, start him in this scenario. Listen, man, I, I I I encourage anybody to go look at those 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 years they that AB put together in Pittsburgh, bro. They are legendary. Like I said, he, I think he's a nut, but. I know for the last few years he's been like out of sight, out of mind. But bro, his prime years, put him up against anybody. Anybody's bro. put him up against anybody's. I mean, go go back. I mean, I I know you guys probably say, "Oh man, how could you start that guy over there?" I mean, just just off the. But if, if we're we're again we're we're just factoring in the production, the, the player, none of the none of the off right, the field, right. none of that's just factored player, in. I gotta start A and B. Because like you said, his, his his better his best years are legendary. You can put him up. You can put him his, his his best years up against any receiver that came in the NFL, and they 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 measure up. So yeah, I, I would start a B. As crazy as that sounds, I would bench Julio and cut Odell because I because Julio is a physical specimen, and like I said, we we don't factor in injury right now. Like I think you probably could make a case that you cut both of them, but yeah, Julio, I think. In terms of physicality, uh, speed, power, I think he possesses all of that. And Odell is just a little bit miniature, you know, than Julio. So, yeah, that that's another tough one, though. Odell was special yeah. in his prime as well. Yeah. I think I'm going to go the same. I'm going to start AB, bench Julio, and, o, and cut OBJ. Only because I think 
I think the first two had a longer prime than OBJ. Right, exactly. The, uh-huh. OBJ's first three years was was absolutely yeah. crazy. But and then he kinda he kinda started developing injuries. Yeah, and stuff injuries like kinda that. yeah, in, injuries but, have robbed yeah. uh, robbed him of, of yeah. his bit. Yeah. But uh-huh. like you said, A B you put up put up his prime years against anybody, I don't think you can find better numbers. I mean maybe Jerry Rice, but I mean I would have to have the numbers in front of me. But A B Julio Jones, he had he had some legendary numbers too. Exactly. Three he he's got a three hundred game on his resume, three hundred yard receiving game on his resume. So I'm gonna start start A B bench Julio cut OBJ. So man, I, that was a tough one though because mm-hmm. those three prime receivers, those three receivers in their prime were were just yeah. absolutely. You talking about three of the best primes probably ever? Yeah. I mean I know I know I know Odell's wasn't long wasn't lengthy but yeah. His first three years that he put up when he was in New York was, you know, was as good as any was as good as any th- first was any was as good as any three years you'll see. But uh, yeah, A A B A B A B in Pittsburgh. He's let me let me ask you this: Given Antonio's Brown, and we'll get out of here after this. Is he a Hall of Famer? Given Antonio's Brown off-field issues, but given his on-field production, do you think he gets in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think you have to consider if if To got it now. But it took I, him a while. I, yeah, I don't it, it'll probably take him a while. But he we, may be one of these guys that it's up to the senior class. To, to I mean, but if in. the hall, if we base in the hall of fame above what you do on the field, right? But I mean that that's been what they've been doing, unfortunately. Yeah, and I and I and I totally disagree with that. But I mean, there 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 are plenty of players that's in the hall of fame that have that have that have that have, have off the field issues. Brett Favre, hello. Brett Favre. Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor. Taylor. Taylor, yeah, and he's considered arguably the greatest player ever by some. Yeah, so I don't think you can get to AB and then start so. Oh yeah, well he did this and he did that. Nah, I'll find a way. I mean, I think you have to be fair when it comes to that because I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, what this guy did on the field is is, is Hall of Fame worthy. Undoubtedly, so, yeah, I yeah. think you have to. Now, will he be invited to the ceremony? I think that's something totally different. Who introduces him? Like who? Who? who yeah, who? Yeah, I think that that's probably the bigger question, right? What I mean, what, what is he going? I mean, I was probably. I mean, I, the obvious choice would be the Steeler, but would they even want him representing him is the question. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, man, AB, I think I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But the way they're doing it now, it looks like they factor in off-field issues. So. I honestly I don't know if he'll get, and it. I don't think that's right. To just, just yeah, to say. I, I, I don't me think neither. That's, me neither. No. I don't think it's right, but unfortunately, that's that's the way it's been. But all right, man, that's it for this episode of Brotherly Love of Sports, man. We want to thank y'all once again for tuning in. Tuning in, man. We just want to thank all of our faithful listeners, man. We really appreciate y'all. Um, just keep tuning in, man. We really appreciate it, man. Peace. Cooper Rush. <laughs>